Hello. Ooh, that was loud. Surprise, Christy there. Welcome back to Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy. I hope you guys have missed us because we have missed you. Today's episode is, well, a surprise for all of us, including you. So here are your hosts, Pastor Brad and Christy. We're back. And we're surprising, apparently. (laughs) I'm always surprised. Are y'all not? Wow. We're surprised even for you. It has been a minute. We are. A few weeks have passed since we were with you. About a month. (laughs) A lot of things have happened. A lot of of, um, great things and a lot of stressful things. We have been on the grand adventure. We have been on a grand adventure. Thank you to our wonderful church family who allowed us to have some extra time off this weekend. And, um, weekend? And you mean month? I mean this month, later <laughs> in the summer. Hey, it's a weekend. And um, <laughs> It is a weekend, but that's not what he's talking about. Our our great church, church family let us have a week. Our, uh, several weeks off. Several weeks off during the month. and of, During um, the summer. We went on a grand so adventure. So maybe we should just like. Recap. Take two. <laughs> you want to stop and restart? Sure. Nah, no, no, no. Oh. We're good. No, we're good. Okay. We'll roll with it. Well, so thank you to our raw. thank raw. you to our wonderful church family who gave us multiple weeks off this summer. We are celebrating our fifteenth year in the life of Family of Grace Church, and they were so wonderful. That's a lot of to years. Let us um, be gone. That's a lot of years. Absolutely. Like if that were a child, that child would be in high school. Oh, Absolutely. Wow. Thank you for uh, putting that in. Uh, Sobering perspective. Well, I I have to think about it in ages of children. <laughs> right, because right. you're the children's pastor. <laughs> that, that is a good way to think about it. We, this, the church would be beginning to drive a car now. If mm-hmm. they're, if like they're, 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 bus. they're becoming <laughs> mature. Like a, a, the church. We hope. We Awkward hope. transition phase, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're in that. We yeah. are. See, there we you go. We are in that at Family of Grace, so. We are old enough that there's people who love us and hate us and uh, <laughs> somewhere in between. And we're still not old enough to rent a car. Yeah, that's right. We cannot <laughs> rent our own car. So it's great to be here, though. We had a wonderful trip. Uh, we did a lot this summer. We went to San Antonio or San Antonio. We've already we talked about that ask. already. And then we did that at the beginning of the summer. And then we come back and we took an epic trip out to... Out west to see the Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon. And National Bradley Park. said they named it correctly. It was a big, after we explained what a canyon was, yeah. he did so, agree that it was well named. How did you explain that? What's a canyon? A canyon is like the. An um, upside down mountain. It, that that's one of the things, but it's like the 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 ditch, for lack of better terms, that's formed it's between a, mountains and between crevices. It's a big crevice. It could be a bayou um, if you want it. And so we did explain all that to him. And it, the funny, one of the funniest parts of the trip to me, and um, because I had been to the Grand Canyon when I was a teenager, and so we were talking about it, and we had been talking about it. You know, obviously the whole drive out there, and we're going to this, and so we drive up at Grand Canyon National Park, and we park, and so we're looking around, and they're all like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't see it." I don't get it. Like, why Why is this so great? How far are we going to hike or whatever? And so you literally walk out of the parking lot. You walk, I don't know, maybe 100 yards, not even that far, 50 yards maybe. And it's the Grand Canyon. So and you don't see it from the car? You cannot see it from the actual parking lot. It, wow. It's not like a mountain that it stands up in the distance. You have to look it, down. It's down. Yeah. It's below you. So you walk up to the edge, and Emily's like, 
oh my gosh, it's here. This is it. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, we just walked up to it. Like, all, I mean, you know, we drove for what, 24 hours or longer or whatever to get out there. And you hear all this hype and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh. And you, it's hard to take in. Yeah. And Bryce's it's, Canyon though was even more like that. You drove up and you could see it where you're from your car really? at Bryce's Canyon. You could see, you could see over because it has like mountains kind of, not mountains, but it has um, rock formations mm-hmm. sticking up in it. And they're like mm-hmm. uneven, whereas the Grand Canyon is just flat on the top. So you have to go to the edge to look, look over. over. Ah. Um, Bryce's Canyon had things sticking up. And then our, our last stop on the trip was Zion National Park. And you literally drive in through it. Mm-hmm. Like you drive through the mountains, literally through a tunnel through the mountains. Like it's like a one and a half mile tunnel or That's something fun. like that. And it has like windows that you can see out into um, the national park and 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 it's overwhelming like it's so hard to take in the the grandeur of it all so did y'all like drive slow like a funeral was it like well, you do i mean you do anyway because there's so many people and they're mm-hmm. and cars are going everybody's taking and well and it's a it's a switchback road so it's oh. not like you can get any like you you go up you're not mountain. going 70 <laughs> no you go down into the canyon and then you if go, you go 70 you'll be down in the canyon yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's a it's a very very much a switchback road and i'm using my my hand to show brie how this road i mean, <laughs> I mean you can't see that on the podcast but i'm seeing but it is a switchback road and you you do have to go slow and because it's not possible to go fast and um but it, and you're you, you and other everybody around you is taking it all in there you know people on the side taking pictures and there were um like not mountain goats what were those things called that we saw like rams right, rams right out the window oh, and that's like fun. on the side so everybody was stopping to see those and you know that's um, my jam right there yeah ram i love a good goat, goat sheep ram, ram. <laughs> i love all those little so they're literally right there on the side so people were stopping to see those so you, you you can't go fast or whatever, but it and it's just so amazing. It is to take That's it in, fine. to and and to be that close because we were within a, a few mm-hmm. hours drive of mm-hmm. all three of them, and um, they're so different. That's they're so, so very they're different. So unique. Like, yeah, they're yeah, very they're unique. Very unique to each other. This is the first time I heard y'all actually talk about y'all's trip mm-hmm. <laughs> since y'all came back. And so it's um, it was a great trip, and you know we did a good bit of hiking in Bryce's Canyon, and then. Bradley Zion. considers himself a hiker now. Zion was actually cut a little short because we had some um, challenges with to overcome mechanical our, issues. Um, motorhome, but um, we met some great people. Merlin Esplanade <laughs> came to um, our rescue and uh, helped us out. And there's a guy named Bo Bo Lamb. No, his name was Ev. Ev, not Bo Lamb. That's somebody else. What am I thinking? I don't Ev. know. Ev, Everett. Everett. Everett, Everett Lamb. Lamb. Everett Lamb. They called him Ev. We bought the splash trailer from Bo Lamb oh. years ago. No relation? No relation. That, that we know of. of. So. <laughs> Never seen but, either um, one, either one of them before or since. So <laughs> could be again. Um, but they were great people. They helped us out. Um, we had, like we said, mechanical issues. And um, they helped yeah, us yeah, through absolutely. a lot of stuff. Your kid so. came back a ranger. I heard that from he, him. Absolutely. He did come back a ranger. He has a little vest and a hat. And, and he... He had it. I think they all had a good time. Um, mm-hmm. It it might have graded on the nerves a little bit there at the end with the <laughs> ish, the mechanical issues, mm-hmm. but we had a great time. It was wonderful. I do encourage anyone to go to the Grand Canyon, Bryce Canyon, See? and Zion National Park. There, I'm not an outside person, but like now I'm I'm interested in going. And 
And I was like, three national parks? I mean, come on. A national park's a national park. You know, do you really need to go to all three? But they are all so uniquely different. Mm-hmm. And and I thought, I, I really thought, going uh, having already been to the Grand Canyon, that the other two were kind of going to be like miniatures. They are not at all. They're nothing Well, alike. you only ever hear about the Grand Canyon. No one ever talks about Bryce or Zion. I've well, honestly never heard about them until They the have um, become more popular because National Geographic did a huge thing on them a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. And so they have become become more popular um but bryce canyon in particular has a lot of um no zion zion bryce has a very unique interesting history but zion has a lot of things that like you have to have um permits to do and Mm -hmm. the weather it's very we were there during the rainy season and even though it didn't seem very rainy to us because we live in louisiana where there's rain we didn't get to do what we'd like to have done because it was in the monsoon season and they have flash floods we were in the leave it to us go the desert and it rained every day it did rain on us every day (coughs) that we were there that's very fitting for y'all though um they were very happy that the um Utahians? How do you... Utahans? The people from Utah. The people from Utah <laughs> that we did talk to um, were very appreciative that we brought rain with us. Mm-hmm. They were they are in a drought. They're at the edge of the mega drought that California is in, wow. in the middle of now. Um, but they're at the edge... Since and, 2016. And they have gotten more rain this summer than any summer since 2016. So we brought rain wow. to them. So it was great, great trip. Thank you to our wonderful family who blessed us with that and was able to get away and do that and have the freedom to go and come and and then um, to come back. And so as we are now re-emerging and we're excited about the fall, Christy has her one little thing that she wants to give you today, the thing that grabbed her the most. It's what she wants to talk about. It's a surprise. One little thing. We said, what are we talking about today? Christy said, I want to talk about one little thing. Go ahead, Christy. No, that's actually not even what I meant. I mean, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat here, Christy. <laughs> please be on the edge of your seat because it. No, my point that I was trying to make with Brad is we're going into a season in our church of talking about um, being all in, taking it all in, experiencing it all, but being a part of it all. Correct. Well, you just stole my thunder, but yeah. So I said, <laughs> well, you uh, stole my thunder because you explained my idea wrong. I said, what What do you want to talk about? She said, what do you want to talk about? I said, I'm going all in. She said, I want to talk about one little thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you should hit the crickets But If y'all yeah, that's too much. need to know, this is exactly what I expected. <laughs> so, uh, so, Christy, take it away. Tell us what one little thing is, and so, I'll talk to you about being all in. The point is that... Um, that the effect that one little thing can have on your life. One little thing. And, you know, because when you say, I need to do so many different things. I need to, you know, as we're going back to school as a mom, I need to do all the stuff. And I need to get organized. I need to get a homework system. I need to get a, a bedtime routine. I need to do, And there's like, literally, if you look at anything these days, it's like, here's a routine for this. Here's a routine for this. Follow these steps and you'll get organized, you know, all this stuff. There's like a million people that can talk to you about it. And, and some of them are great. Some of them are not so great. But you can't do them all at one time. And they're all, there's so many out there. You're like, what do I do? What do I focus on? What do I, it doesn't matter. Choose one little thing, one thing. And go with that one thing. And I know a lot of people do the um, one word for the year and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, at the, you know, in January, it's like, what's my one word for the year? Well, now we're in August and they're like, I don't remember that word. I just need, I got to start. It's like, maybe the word should be reset at this point. But what one, (laughs) yeah, 
What one little thing can you change to make your life better? And it does not have to be a huge thing. And that's what I was, that's what I was thinking because my thing that I struggle with is morning time. Getting up in the morning is a job for me. Yeah, but it's not as bad as bedtime. No, I mean, personally, I'm not talking about, he's talking about putting our kids to bed and actually getting our kids in bed. Little people who don't want to go to bed. Yeah, like, <laughs> right, right. That's like that's a whole can, different issue. That's oh, okay. not my problem. Okay, take it away. I'm talking about me personally. My personal struggle is getting out of the bed in the morning. That's the cross you have to bear, huh? That is my cross. That is that is probably the most difficult thing in my. And y'all y'all know me. I mean, I know. Am okay, I early? I'm gonna, I'm gonna remind you of that <laughs> when we're like, we're not gonna make it. <laughs> Have you checked on the kids? On, on that note, though, I'm I have not going to make it. <laughs> That's the things. bedtime routine. This is what we say. Three things that your one little thing has brought up. Like one little thing now has started it's avalanche. And Brie, you've, you've already missed the whole point of this podcast. One <laughs> little know, thing, Brie. I know, but like, I just have so many questions now. Okay, so what are your questions? Well, not the first one isn't a question. The other one is I think this is very timely, so good job. Mm-hmm, because... The trend now, if you follow trends, is everyone who is a content creator or an influencer or whatever they do, they love sharing what their what their routine is mm-hmm. for anything. How I make dinner every night, how I get my kids ready for bed every night, how I do my skin care. And that's the thing. You read them all and you're like, oh, I'm going to do all these. I'm going to do, I'm going to, you know, tomorrow I'm going to get up and I am going to set my alarm. And, and 15 minutes after that alarm, I am going to do, you know, I'm going to be in the shower and then the next time I'm going to do my morning routine and I'm going to check off all those boxes and then I'm going to do my, you know, drive to work routine and I'm going to check off all those boxes and then I'm going to get to work and I'm going to check off all those boxes. You can't check off all those boxes on day one. No. And then it ends up like you're living your life by a set of rules. And you feel, you always feel defeated. Bree and I are on a, um, we, we started doing a, uh, together started doing a water challenge and Brie made it like a week and I made nope, it like six days. Brie made it six I'm very days upset about it. and we were very happy for Brie. I made it one, two. I made it two, two days. And I was like, this is too much pressure. The llama. Your llama died? I, my llama's not dead. <laughs> He's dehydrated. But, but only his feet are hydrated. <laughs> I've been waiting on you to download that llama. I want to see you be hydrated. Oh, I'm hydrated. <laughs> I mean, I could crush the llama. I, I feel like you would, and that's I, I'm both. I need to prove that you can physically. Like I want to see the llama at the end of the day with the confetti raining down. But also, like I just know you will. <laughs> yeah, he will. He drink. He's. he's I mean, like I drink. That. I mean, like I I drink. It's a good thing. I mean, like I, I drink a lot. Like you know, water. Like if I sit down, I'm gonna drink three glasses with my meal probably. Yeah. And the amount of coffee, like you can yeah. go through a pot of coffee on your own. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, getting liquids in. I mean, I'm. Yeah, you're well, a liquid. Well, Bree and I were in. We're challenging each other, and so. But my point to all of this is, you don't need to start a water challenge and a cook dinner every night and challenge, a reading challenge and a reading challenge and a get up early every day challenge. You don't need to challenge yourself that much. One thing. One Are you thing. a routines person, or do you feel my? Lo- <laughs> <laughs> or do you feel my morning well I, my life stuck. is just not a routine like nothing about our life like i mean you know yesterday was a rough day for me but it's like we have four different things going and everyone is asking for something in all four areas and 
And so I think you have something and you're doing this. And, um, you know, I I told Christy this week, um, she had a a parents meeting again and said, I need you to be home at this time. I said, I'm going over here to do this one thing. I'll be right back. And, and Ella said, he's not coming back. (laughs) He he literally walked out of our house and Ella goes, he won't be back. I'm coming back. I'm like, I'm literally going to be back. And then something happened and I didn't come back and I'm just like screaming to myself. And so, um, Routine, um, no, yes. Would you want to be a routine yes. person? I am a routine person. Every night I make the coffee, and when I do not make the coffee, like this morning, <laughs> I was so tired I did not make the coffee last night. It last night it, it was my wife was not happy with me. Well, that, that is no tr- that is so not true. Okay, I just got up and he I, was expecting coffee, and I said I can't bring it to you because you didn't make you it. didn't make it. But I get <laughs> that. But in my mind, I made it. <laughs> I get and then that. I said, "Oh, I said, did I, I?" You said you didn't turn the coffee on. I said, "Did I not turn the coffee on, or did I not fix the pot?" He did nothing. <laughs> he didn't even look at the but coffee like, pot. Bedtime routines mm-hmm. are the best routines, in my opinion. Those are what set you up for the next day. Are the? Do y'all agree? Um, we don't know because that's our only bedtime routine. Is Brad make sure that the okay? Like but it. that's important. But I will go back and I will say this: uh, space. A, 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 a harp on this. And designated. A designated space makes your routine, your morning routine, which is the best routine. Okay, better. y'all are literally the opposite of the mm-hmm. clock here. And so, you know, we had a good space for our morning routines, and, and it worked. Christy and I were both in it. We did it. And then we got this new sofa. <laughs> that we waited 14 months for to get a recliner that was made for a child. <laughs> and we finally had this arrive, and it has messed up our space. While it looks good, and it's optimal. And it fits um, the, the it space. It fits the space well. That it's like, s- we had in. 28 people over Sunday night, I think. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the Everyone majority of everybody, could, like, when we bring people over for leadership meetings or something, it's really good because we all sat in that one room almost in a circle mm-hmm. with that big piece of furniture. But it has messed up our morning time because there's it's so it fills up the space so much, there's no spot for our stuff. And we have been displaced ever since then. And so wow. I told her, I said, we're going to close in this little area right here. And it's going to become our new morning space right here. So Interesting. So now we got we got to remodel our house. And I, to have I like that he's very passionate about this. So his one thing is the remodeling of the house. No, 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 no. It's just re- closing in a back porch. Okay. But before we go into the all-in thing, all I, I really want to know. You you said that the morning routine is your favorite routine. It's the most important one. It is. I believe it sets the course for the rest of the day. So how she, you so your routine in the morning is what sets your course for the rest of the day. And if it's off, it's just everything's just out. Of, and you I know, and like if you're a person, you know, and if you're a person, if, you know, if you're a person and you try to study, you try to do your devotion time or read your Bible in the morning. I'm telling you, all throughout the day, there will be an opportunity that God brings that scripture back to your mind. But if you don't, it's like all day you're just running out of sight, out of out of hmm. kilter or something. So that's your one one important thing. It's one very thing. important to me, and right now it's all I miss. It's one little thing. That's the one thing, and that's the, that's what I'm saying. That one thing you know can change. It changes my day. Your day, your attitude, your whatever. Mine is. That's it. We're doing it. We're closing in that back porch. It's done. <laughs> we're going. We're going to wall it up today. Um, but mine is getting. Like last year at the end of the school year, I was in a morning where I could get up in a 
appreciate the mornings. Mm-hmm. And now for, we've only been you, in school for a because week. because our morning spot's not there. <laughs> That's not true. It is true. Okay, so our, our morning spot wasn't there at the end of last year school year because we already the had the couch. Old, but the point is that once I got into <laughs> the routine, I was fine with it. I'm only a week into it right now, and I'm uh-huh. still like five. Like today I overslept. I ran in. I was like, Ellie, get up. And um, we still got there, and we got on time. And I'm, I'm, my kids are not tardy for school. They're just. I told them, I said, you're not late, but you're not early. <laughs> you are right on time, but you better be walking down that hall. Don't stop to talk to anybody. You're gonna be tar- You're gonna be tardy. So the one thing for you though this summer was you wanted to have the floor put down in our bedroom, and we got that done. That was my one thing for the summer. Mm-hmm. That's right, because I said I did not want to get to the end of the summer and say we had all summer and didn't get anything done. And we got we our got floor it done. done. Because it, it, done. it was going to take not using the bedroom for about a week. And so we knew we were going to be displaced, which would screw up even more morning and every mm-hmm. other part of the day. Every part of our Maybe day. Maybe like one goal per season. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's like one little thing well, per I season. Really, I really do think that it is important to do, to focus on one thing though. You know, that's, you that's what. You spot. <laughs> Brad's one thing is his spot. Okay, so your thing for the fall slash winter is you need to get a I'm spot. I'm gonna get a spot. I'm, I'm getting the spot, spot back. Okay. I'm getting the spot back. He's re. So he's repurposing, retaking the spot. Absolutely, and so man, as you're getting your cycle back, you know it's it's how do I catch my rhythm? Because if you get in that rhythm and that groove, it just it runs smoothly, and then when you get out of it, you're just out of it. It does, but. Yes, that's definitely true. But um, my my whole goal, my whole point of talking about this is don't try to change everything to make a new re- routine. Mm-hmm. Try changing one thing, and if that one thing works, then change another one thing. You so know, once it becomes once though, it becomes a routine. When when your one thing that you have to overcome is everybody's weakness. <laughs> Everybody else in the house is weakness. Everybody else in the house is struggle. It struggles with that same weakness. How do you overcome that? Well, I think it's going to take a lot longer to do the one thing because if you're trying to get everybody on board for that one thing, mm-hmm. nobody's on board. <laughs> nobody's on board, so it's going to take longer to get everybody there. Intentionality. But I do think, like, as far as, and my whole thing was the morning, me getting up earlier helps everybody in the house function better. Mm-hmm. Amen. So. When you bring me that coffee in bed, oh, it's already <laughs> off to a good day. And last time we had this conversation, you were bringing her coffee. He does. That was summer. Because oh, I didn't get up. You didn't get up early. Mm-hmm. No, yes, I don't okay. get up. So he does because he still has to be farmer, you know, any time of the year. But I didn't. I didn't have to get up and get to school and stuff. So I wasn't as set on my routine. I wasn't set on any routine, mm-hmm. which is the reason for my So the moral of this story podcast is when mama's out of rhythm, everybody's, everybody's out, out of rhythm. rhythm. That's what I'm getting out of this. <laughs> Amen. I so, will say. And feel you free to challenge anybody on that. Unless you're a single dad, you don't have any feet yeah, to stand out. Yeah. <laughs> single, yeah. So when when for me, you know, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. We've been in this season of rest. The church has been in the season of rest. I feel like I've been just out of kilter. And our theme for the month of September is going all in. And uh, man, we're going to uh, be excited about that. The end of end of September, we have our summits, our men and women's retreat that'll be coming up. And so we're fired up about that. And I'm just ready to. I'm ready to be all in. I'm ready to get it done, you know. And so for us, what does it really mean to go all in, though? What does that really mean? You know, because when you think about it, it's like, okay, so that means I have a whole list of things to do, a whole task list, or do I really go in on this, be all in on this one thing to make sure that it happens and then move to the next thing? 
to me, it's one thing at a time. You like the way I did that? You did. You very brought I'm us all together. Proud. Circled us all together. Good job. I'm, I'm quite impressed. <laughs> that was really good. So when you think about it, though, thank you, Bree. When you think about it, it's just amazing how those things connect. And we get caught up in realizing that everybody has to find their, their spot and their place and their natural rhythm. You know, the thing I was reminded of so much was there was a great story in the Bible where Jesus had come over and he was getting ready to share a meal. And, and Martha was just so ready that she would prepare the place. And she wanted it all to be perfect. And, um, it's just, everything had to be in place. And, and then Mary was there and, and Mary was just so caught up in, in the essence of Jesus being there in the room that she just was sitting at his feet and wanting to be where Jesus was. And so with that being said, uh, Martha was like, man, Jesus, tell Mary to come over and help me. You know, you know, you know, Martha had already told her multiple times she ignored her. I know. And she's like, when you got to go get Jesus to tell somebody to do something for you, that's quintessential ministerial manipulation. But <laughs> nevertheless, um, you know, Jesus looked at Martha and he said, just, just let her do what she's doing. You know, you're, you're always going to be able to serve and you're always going to be able to do these she things. Got cut on the but, routine. but right now, just appreciate that I'm in your presence. And that is so big, you know, in the spiritual sense, it's huge. You know, but Jesus never rebuked her gift. He never said, well, you're wrong for doing this and you're wrong for doing those things. What he did was he stopped and said, right now, what is the greatest? So to serve, to serve me or appreciate me. Mm -hmm. And so, man, I, the thing in our life is, you know, we have always have a lot of people in and out of our home and those things and it just is it feels like at the last minute we're always like Martha trying to get everything done and finally this week we had some people over and I was just like this is not gonna happen they're just gonna love us as we are and the reality is people come into your home they come into your presence and it's not necessarily what you serve them or how you wow them but it's what you do when they're there with you in your presence and so man as you're thinking about how do I go all in just to do what you do best. Be who you are. Exercise that gift. And don't get caught up when somebody else is doing. Do your one thing. Do your one thing. Let Don't let everybody else's other thing make you envious of what you don't have. And that you get so caught up in what they're doing that you miss what you're supposed to be doing. Very good. Amen. Because in your life, in these moments, it's going to be great. It's going to be some, some, some wonderful seasons. And so with that, you know, we just have to appreciate those facts and those moments that God puts these people in our life. And, uh, you know, we, we just celebrated the life, the legacy of one of my earthly heroes, Pastor Jimmy Brose, and he had one of his grandsons that got up at the end and he said, you know, the one thing about my grandfather is that he, we were never not a priority, you know, and, it, and what is your one thing and how do you prioritize those things? And so... Um, man, just check your priorities, man, as you're getting ready, you know, because there's a lot of stuff waiting on you, school and sports and, and, and if your grandparent going to all these things and trying to see all the grandkids equally and, and jump through all these hoops. But remember the most important thing is find your one thing like Christy was talking about and just crush it in this season. I mean, just do it well, do it with excellency and, uh, man, it will be extraordinary. Brie, what was your one thing? My one thing for the summer. The summer. What's your big takeaway? I need to rest. <laughs> yeah.
rest. Because Amen. Because the Lord Take made a you deep breath and rest. The Lord made her lie down in some green pastures. So. Oh, they weren't very green. <laughs> they were not they green. Got green. They, they were got green. greener. Yeah, they, they got greener. greener. So anyway, hey, it is great to be back with you. We're excited about kicking off this whole new episodes of uh, the fall and uh, mm-hmm. wrapping up this year. And it's going to be some great times and great things. And so we want to invite you to go ahead and mark your calendar last weekend in September. If you're part of our podcast September family. September 30th and October 1st. And October 1st. And if you're part of our podcast family, we want to invite you to come be with Christy and I and the rest of some people from Family of Grace. We're going to have a wonderful time as men and women. And uh, who knows, we maybe even have some giveaways for that. So, really? mm. so, All right. So as you are out there kicking off your season, fighting the good fight of faith, find your one thing, pray hard, and hustle. Because <laughs> people are dependent on you. <laughs> Got that, Christy. See you next week. <laughs>